0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're here, we're live, we are are about to start, we're here, myself, Legend Yvash, as always, and as always, my co-host in everything, Sam Manga man, and we have a special guest that we're about to introduce, and he's the church, he's the iglesia, and if you haven't gone to him this morning, well, you're about to see the after church right now, let's get started, let's see the beautiful people here that we have. Myself yeah. after church. <laughs> I forgot the name for. I forgot the name for. Uh, um, you know, round two of the church. I forgot what it was called. I drew blank there. But yeah, the, af- same the
1: afternoon sermon.
0: Yes, the afternoon service. That's the one. Thank you, Sam. You could have just fixed that for me, but said you have to pop it up. In I'm there, not really like, hey. a
1: religious man, and I didn't know there was like a there's an after church.
0: Like, well, is is after, service, after the morning service, I just forgot, hey, I've been out of church after 10 years, right? It's been a long time. Aniki, how you doing, man?
2: Nah, I'm all right. <laughs> and as you said, we've already had the Church of MHA this morning, so I'm yeah. excited, especially because of what series we're talking about today, though, because uh, there's just a kind of a, a lot happening right now in all the stuff that we plan to discuss. Yeah, I yes. think
0: like a lot happening. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, we're talking about Kaji number eight, Under the Luck, JJK, and MHA. And we do apologize that we've been on a hiatus for both the Shonarona for a couple of weeks and for the anime podcast, scheduling, working, a lot of things going on. So we're here, we're back. We hope to be consistent for the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. But as time will tell, always follow on Twitter, always check the community tab on YouTube to see if we're up to date on anything to be live about. But I forgot to ask this before we went live. But which
1: series do we want to break down first?
0: Eventually Kaiju number eight, since that was the one the I don't
1: mind like doing kaiju number eight first because that 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 had a lot of interest too. And uh it did take two weeks. It it did take two week break. No, it took a month break
0: because th- it was from
1: January sixth to like February sixth, I think.
0: Hold on, let me pull so, it up real
2: quick.
1: Something like that. It was like after that last battle between number nine and yeah.
2: So, yeah, because it's bi-weekly, and yeah, it was January 6th to February 3rd, and then one on February 17th.
0: Yeah, so, so. episode, because they, um, they go on the new arc, um, so it's episode six, six.
1: Now, yeah, the compatible user. Mm-hmm. And
0: yo, no lie, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued.
1: I mean, it's the aftermath of the final battle. Of course, the funeral happens, and at this point, we're going We have to go through the training arc. Everybody needs to be stronger
2: yeah and so okay so i have a weird sentiment towards kaiju number eight which is like i enjoy it but it is a very safe series Mm -hmm. like this is like the classic formula let's train let's get stronger let's set this out set new goals based around our power levels and why we need to do that Specifically after killing off like a mentor character. But at the same time, I like the fact that we, what we got in this latest chapter with Kaiju number 10 is good enough that it is like adding that own, a bit of its own flavor there, where we have Kaiju number 10 effectively being like, yeah, weaponize me. Yeah. Um, I want to watch this me,
0: happen. Me, I feel like my gripe with Kaiju number eight, like, yes, it does the trope, like you said, save um, with the storytelling. But I feel like being a bi-weekly series, and not that I, like, yes, it's 28 pages. is more than the 15 to 18 pages that we get from the weekly on the jump. But being jump plus, I felt like I was hoping for not like a full monthly chapter, which is 41 to 50 pages, but like more story. I feel like it moves with the pacing a bit slow. That's my gripe with your yes. break because I feel like it moves a bit slow. Because I feel like chapter fifty-five, fifty-six was so good with the cadre number ten, and plus telling Kafka, like, hey yo, if you continue transforming, you may you may never go back. You you may never go back to being a human, but I still need you to fight because we were there that day. Only us. We know how that felt, and we want to get back and get revenge against cadre number nine. But now. It's like with this ending of chapter 55 that started this whole you know, Kaji number 10 wants to fuse together, but I feel like we could have added that story a bit more in chapter 55, but put then add more story characterization for Kaji number 10 and should um and plus the first captain,
2: I yeah. Mean, I'm kind of, I feel like we should have gotten more from you know Kafka's friend who has been his main motivation especially during this juncture of the story it Mm -hmm. does kind of feel like they kind of passed up on a good opportunity to flesh that out yeah and i agree with the whole this is a bi-weekly series and it's kind of paced like a weekly series which is even something that i've noticed is kind of an issue with vigilantes too where it kind of feels like the week extra week isn't adding to the story a lot and it's kind of confusing because you'd normally expect it to especially when you have people like Morata, who will take that extra week or two and give you ridiculous 50-page One Punch Man chapters where you're like, oh, well, I guess that delay was worth it with super intensive art. So it is kind of confusing, but I don't know. Uh, Maybe there's something more to it, like behind the scenes, Uh, because Kaiju number eight, I do think is a series that would be very good for making an anime for it
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so it could be that they preemptively recognize it and it is doing well in numbers that the creator might be working a bit more closely with the anime team or mm. something like that that and it has been announced yet but we'll get one and then the kaiju number eight anime will have a, like a kind of like a slower pace to it while still being so faithful.
0: do you think it's kind of like do you think it's kind of like one piece how Oda likes to make the fights short in the manga, but then inside of the anime, they extend the fights a bit more. So, do you think it's yeah. like that of how with this story the pacing slow and not and not enough meat, but then when we get the anime, they will fill in that gap of meat that that we don't get in the manga?
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of inevitable. I, I think we expand upon like the combat scenarios a bit more and in addition to that maybe even add in some bonus scenes during these kaiju battles because we get like the highlight reels and like the most important thing but there's always going to be fodder or different characters that you can cut away to to kind of see them struggling inviting like any of these side characters that we were introduced to uh, especially earlier on that we're kind of competing with and being rivals towards kafka and I can't remember the daughter's name right now, but- Shinomiya? Yeah, Shinomiya. Uh, Those characters that were kind of along for the ride, you can kind of spend a little more time giving them different fights against like the smaller Kaiju because we have had those underlings kind of be emphasized as something that people have
1: to actively strive to, you know, take on and take out. So I was gonna also bring up that chapter 56 was the chapter where it's been a long time since we saw uh, Vice Captain Hoshina and Captain Minashiro. And the first chapter we have them, it's literally the first talk with Kaiju number 10. Honestly, we knew he was alive. We knew that he was gonna be used as a weapon and it's being its own sentient kind of weapon. It's, 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 it's kind of a formula you've seen before in many of Shonen Jump's uh, stories. Cause like we already know like, yeah, you're gonna be really opposed against each other, And you, but you know, you're you're OP when you work together, and you you comprehend, complement each other, and you become a pretty fighting force in itself. I guess that's what they were trying to set up. But it did took they did take a lot of there's a lot of longer breaks. I would say, even Mm -hmm. though it is a bi-weekly, and it took that month and the bi-week weekly. I think it's a best choice best route is we learn more about the third division already because it's been a while since we also saw. Kafka's best friend. Uh, They all have their own motivation to get stronger. They all knew about Kafka, about Kaiju number eight since the beginning. And like, it's already time to see like, all right, we actually had that extra time while you guys were in the middle of a fight with number nine, where the boss was killed. We were already started to train because we know where we need to be able to reach that certain level of captain, there's a higher division in this because we're low on population where you don't have many people left to join and the kaijus outnumber us as well as they have number nine with number three, I believe the power of number three suit.
2: Yeah. Um, Cause I know that the grandpa's weapon was kaiju number one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Uh, It's like too many threats at the same time where it's uh, you know, you need to step up and put your power, seeing captain, Vice Captain Hoshina have to using number ten as his own weapon, as his own compatibility. It makes the most sense because we know like each and every kaiju weapons, they they themselves kind of choose their own uh, users. Whoever wants to like, use their weapons as what they need to do. Because if you don't match up, you either like you get yourself killed. You can't reach its full extension. There's a lot of issues, there were a lot of issues with that, at least in this situation, with number 10 being the sentient uh, kaiju that's going to be controlling the armor and he himself can choose his compatibility. The best match for him was to have to find another battle junkie fighter, too, that's willing to go up close and personal to fight and like willing to go hand to hand, hand to hand fight with it. So at least like we know, like vice captain has number 10 there's still the other I think there's like three
3: more four more
2: especially so want to like kind of add on to that though because if you remember part of the vice captain's story uh and the story beat that was being set up was that he being a melee user was being considered to be you know more and more obsolete you know yep and they were so this allows for that arc to continue forward where he, Now he's got something that'll probably let him throw out those air slashes way better, uh, more reliably with less strain on his body, even though it's going to take some acclimating to since the kaiju is going to want to do its own things every now and then. And more than likely when they're fighting some of the people, if he's fighting a kaiju, he's especially not fond of, he might go a little wild, cause some issues there too.
0: For me, well, I'm just interested in this arc or in the next chapter, if he gets to um, speak. What did he mean by his creation? Like, he said that he was made. So now I'm curious to see what what did that mean for the other kajus? Like, for example, we, we did theorize that our boy kaju number eight went, in, went inside Kafka, but it looked for Kafka. It found Kafka. But now I'm curious to see, like, now can we finally get the backstory that we've all been wondering about? Or are we still going to wait and find out about Kenji number eight later and just know about
1: Kenji number 10? Or are they all related somehow? I say it's, uh, when he said I was created by them, a whole group, Mm -hmm. not necessarily mean as one person. So we already know number nine is not the head, uh, he's not the head brains of the entire group. He was just maybe like their vice captain or their own foot soldiers or that sort of stuff, but had the highest intellect out of the 10. so um, it could still be humans that created kaijus and just try to use them as weapons and just lost controls and whatnot, world conquests, or it could still be a whole alien sub-basis of where these kaijus has come from and they're just repopulating and just doing a whole uh, Pacific Rim con- uh, alien t- takeover conquest kind of thing on earth.
0: But I do agree with Aniki. The one thing about it, it's not that I'm losing interest in catching a It's more like I want more of the meat. Like I want more of the story. Like, okay, you have laid your groundwork. You have already passed the 50 chapter mark. You you're about to pass your two year mark now soon. Now more, I'm just like, I want more of the story that you're building. I want more of what you're going to be creating and telling us about the twists and turns. That's what I'm kind of waiting for, like, you have had your cast, but he continues to switch with his cast because we haven't met the other division three in a long time. I think it's been like I think it's been like twenty chapters now.
3: Which, out of curiosity, I think you read Claymore? No, no. I've heard of Claymore though.
0: I've heard of it, but I haven't okay. touched it. Okay.
2: So, and because when Kaiju says I was created by them, it reminds me of how. In Claymore, there the ladies were sent out to hunt these monsters. And they were specifically more or less stuffed with the gut, like their bodies were stuffed with organs and stuff from another creature. And what ends up being the case by like throughout the story is that there's somebody like most of the monsters that are out there that they have to go out and kill are other people who are either already people who are killing those monsters, like obviously like converting into them, like monsterizing, or uh Uh, basically artificially created people in general and so it's kind of like at this point it could be that there was some kind of government experiment that has been like stricken from the record that led to the creation of the kaiju and then them being intelligent enough to maintain those programs so them understanding that like they're just a byproduct of experimentation and creation that was already done and that's probably could be utilized uh, used as a story element and tool to justify them being able to figure out how to monsterize and weaponize their bodies, because even though they didn't, even though none of these people are aware of, you know, humans being responsible for the existence of Kaiju, it'll ultimately cycle back to Kaiju, like them being Kaiju created by Kaiju who were created by humans, you know?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: That's kind of where I could easily see this one going at this point.
1: Uh, Yeah, I can definitely see that for sure. Like with Kaiju number eight, I understand why you guys are feeling a little, bored or not really satisfied just yet, especially since March is coming up around the corner and in total Kaiju number 8 only has three chapters. So uh, I guess it's like, it's it's time to like pick back up the work and continue doing by putting out the chapters bi-weekly and see what happens with episode 6 of the story.
0: Yeah, like honestly, I love what he's doing as a creator with the arcs because it's easy for us as an audience, as for him, with pacing wise, and like it's not horrible because it's a jump plus in, and, and like Anika said, like he could take his own pace, his own time because he does take his breaks to do research, storytelling, you know, to write stuff out. But so far, it's like a solid seven, eight out of ten. Like it has, it's, it has its potential. Just I just can't wait to see what else it could grow into because I want to see more of it. So. Overall, I'm excited for this arc six or episode six, and I can't wait to see what it is. Yeah. So, uh, from what could tell chat, and I know we're all excited about. Let's just move on to Jujik because I feel like that's like the more meat that we're all excited to, to kind of break down and discuss, and I feel like that would be one of the longest ones other than MHA. So I feel like we should break that one out. So who wants to start? Aniki Sam.
1: For. J.J.K. or you said? For, or, for J.J.K. J.J.K. So, okay. Literally, uh, this is literally uh, what we're going to be covering is so far of what the Sentai colony arc is going through and it's only uh, Yuta in the main as the main character, which following. I think I'm fine with that. It makes a lot of sense considering yeah. the, the movie literally just happened in Japan. It's still doing top money and dollars up there. It's coming into the States. People can watch it now and
2: I mean, Utah was the original main character for Tokyo Metropolitan High School, which was the JJK story a year before JJK. Mm-hmm. So, because it's easy to forget, but like that thousand, the Night of a Hundred Demons or whatever was, you know, the story arc that focused on Utah back in JJK Volume Zero. It's which just that so it bad. was what was going on around Utah instead of what was going on at the actual event, which apparently the movie has both sides of the story displayed. So you get that's why there was those clips online of uh Gojo boxing people because we were getting to see both sides.
0: Um can't wait to see that movie next month. Oh yeah. Um by the way guys buy your tickets is out coming out next month on US and Canada and other countries around the world. So if you have a theater, go watch it. It comes out next month sometime in mid April. I mean mid March. Right? Mid March? The 18th 18, you see? Yep. So I just want to say I tell people in case they've been living under a rock, I just want people to know. But I can continue.
3: So, but also I like getting to see you
2: to just kind of take on this role because his purpose and he, what he's setting out to do is basically protect his master who had to come in and kind of help him out a bit towards the end there where the fight the person who closes out the deal for uh, Yuta, so to speak, in the back then was Gojo. And the idea that now he's trying to pay that back and make sure that go- Gojo doesn't have to carry that burden anymore. And he's more than willing to go ahead and just run through any sorcerer that he sees, kind of shows like how dedicated to actually helping the people in his life that Yuta really is. Cause he, you see immediately he's asking him about Do you have any people you actually care about? Like, what's up with all this? Because he's like, why are y'all just this dedicated to playing this game? If you don't have to play this game, why are you doing, just running around doing this? Why didn't you just hurry
1: up and find a way out and move on with your day? And I think those are fair questions for him to be asking. And then, like, I think her answer was that we've technically been trapped in the underworld. That's what she said. And it's yeah. just this is like yeah. basically our chance to be able to be like come out in the world. And yeah, if you win the game, you get to live out in the real world, which is understandable. Um, but yeah, really Utah start this conversation of us to buy some time a little bit. But of course, we have like do the pompadoo shooting canyons under his head, but it does make it it does make things a lot more interesting to see how OP Utah really is. Besides using his reverse curse technique, he's he himself is a pretty strong guy with a strong brawler it's after just killing the uh cockroach dude, the Rushi which was pretty gross. Which that was, fight was nasty. really gross. I would
0: hey. hate to see the animated in season three because I'm like, you disgusting bitch. I'm
2: I'm still trying to figure out why that was how he had to do it. Like I I don't know, it
1: just uh, seems... no, no, yeah. I was <laughs> like, hell, hell no, no, does that count as a kiss,
0: right? Because, like, it, counts, it, like it a kiss, kind right?
2: counts. He technically kissed the cockroach.
0: I like, mean, yo, I mean, I was, like, I was I mean, so excited when I read chapter 173. I'm like, oh, shit, he's gonna kick each other's ass, dope. And then 174, okay, how are you gonna kill the cockroach because you don't re- review your technique? And then by the end. I'm like, really? This is the it, only way it, you chose to do it? Like, I mean, I it, it, it makes
1: sense though, because the other two were keeping their eye on uh, Utah mostly, because it's just literally picking up the scraps of the pick up the scraps of the winner. Like, it's literally like you're already pretty weakened. You you may have survived. You won this round, but I could just swoop in, take you out, and if I'm the only one left standing within as the most strongest within Sentai City easy points to rack up and like make whatever rules and whatever I can, that sort of thing.
0: And plus, and plus, nice shout out, well, not I'm not sure if it's a shout out, but nice to know the full plan of Womigumi and plus Utah wants to do the rules about that, you know, have communication and have the ability to go in and out of the camps, which is dope. But I love what you brought up, Sam, of or I think it was Aniki, of how you said how determined Yuta is that he's willing to kill 400 people. I mean, like, he's willing to get he's willing to kill as many people as he needs to, to build up 400 points because he wants to repay bad gold just so he doesn't have to kill his best friend again for a second time. So, like, that it, that's commitment and determination to actually have blood in your hands like that and not worry about it too much.
1: But, like, is Utah capable of killing civilians, though? Remember, like, he has his girlfriend protecting the uh, people under the bridge. If he wanted to rack up points just like the other four uh, top yeah, ranking he, he, top he points, could have
2: just wasted them all. He could have like, just been like, <laughs> and done the giant curse wave that he did on that cockroach mob when he was sending all the little cockroaches at him. He
1: mm-hmm. could
2: do that. Um,
1: and I he could like, just bring her back just so like, you know, I have a, I have a partner with me to at least help me fight because there's two enemies at this very moment that's left standing.
2: Uh, and he also hasn't copied any of their techniques yet. Because you remember, or I don't know if you've read volume zero, but in volume zero, he copies um, the cursed speech technique and he copies something else too. So it's like, he's capable of copying curse techniques whether that's his ability that lets him copy curse techniques or it's rika who lets him copy curse techniques i don't remember which
1: one well, if, on, if i have not correctly. read it. i didn't yes, want to same. spoil myself in a movie but yeah so you guys can it. still talk about it no I it's fine tried. you guys can still- i, I just tried. wanted to I, yeah i
2: didn't that's why i just tried to like leave it at what his curse technique does because i was like for the sake yeah. of like what for- he's getting into we have to be able to
0: from what I can remember, it was Rika that could do it because she's the one that did it in the fight with Gojo's or at the time that we didn't know it was Kenjaku. Um Ghetto. Um, not Kenjaku, yeah, it was still yeah, ghetto. It was still ghetto. Uh at the time they did use they did use his abilities to copy. But I don't know if he still has it from what happened since then, or if that's Rika's then, because we just need to see. Because if he could copy the ability after this chapter, or if he does use it, then that's some type of confirmation to see if he still has it. Because we haven't seen him use it, or I don't feel like he has gone back to the wall to actually use it to actually feel like the the day is actually corner. That's what I feel like. That's what he will use it.
1: Um it looks like like even Yuta seems like he could just he go all day if he wanted to. The special the special parts of reverse curse technique is you get to heal yourself. And Yuta has almost like a bottomless amount of reverse curse technique, too. It's and he's also now he's going against the, the sky assassin, which which her, her power curse both. technique is weird. It it's it, it's very weird to understand, like um the sky or space. It's like a whole, like, it's like paper to her, all, its own plane. The way Distortion? I
0: see it is that whatever she grabs in the air, she can make it into a surface. Like, sh- she can make the air itself into a table or into, or into a blanket. That's the way I see it. Like, she makes the object that is gas into a solid object. That's my understanding from it.
1: it it seems like everything around her is a curtain and she can use that curtain to just like use it as a weapon of some sort it's well it's like she can it seems like she can manipulate she's manipulating space
2: itself and so it's kind of like this she's literally warping reality Mm -hmm. so when she's like going it's like nope i'm moving the path of reality this way so that anything that's over here is automatically out of the way so that this automatic so it's kind of like what if you could just make sure that no it's kind of like a. The way she just kind of like shifts reality is kind of like gojo's technique almost where it's. it's a little it's different than the infinity, but the principle of manipulating the way space flows and interacts with the person is the end game goal so whereas uh the infinity or the limitless kind of seems to generate infinite distance or create infinite space between the two of you this one just straight up says like the rules of this space go this direction or whatever instead
1: so that it's a non-factor uh do you guys remember uh who the Fujiwari Fujiwara family or something like that because when the moment where Yuta was like asking her like how can you be so desperate for your own sake and then you have some flashback in between and she's wondering, like, are you one of the uh, Fujiwaras? So, I remember that Gojo says
2: that Yuta is technically a long-distance cousin of his. Mm-hmm. So they do have a similar ancestor. I just yeah. can't remember what the guy's name is.
0: I was going to say something similar to uh Anika said, but I was probably going to say it wrong because it's something like that. Because I remember in Volume Zero, they said that there's someone related. But from like old, old past ancestors. But they never gave us more details. But who knows? Maybe this arc will find out more.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm sure.
0: Yeah, Uh, they said
2: that they're descended from Michizane Sugawara.
3: mm,
2: So not even the person she mentioned, but I'm assuming that because we actually got the bit of flashback, it'll be relevant.
1: I mean, she is one of the old uh, sorcerers or the one that died and just accepted Kenjaku's invitation for the Culling Games just so that she could come back into a whole survival game.
2: you just reminded me that that was one of the things that was cool about Reggie is that he was actually one of the old sorcerers too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though he didn't come off like it throughout the entire time, which
1: begs the question, do you guys think the Pompadour guy is a modern or old sorcerer? I think modern. I think it's like if you already died before and you've come back into the world, your eyes will turn black, almost like a demon kind of thing. Because even oh, like the the cockroach dude, that was like a whole curse spirit or curse. Okay, thing so That got released.
0: I see what you're saying. So you think that if they have black eyes, they're from the old past.
1: Mm-hmm. Like they. When they
0: don't, when they have clear eyes, it's because they're from the
1: current. They're still alive island. and they're modern. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot that theory. I like that. It it helps like uh review reveal certain stuff to look. But then again, there were other there were other sorcerers who didn't have black guys that lived for a very long time too. Like Angel. Uh, the did, guy or girl that say that's saving uh Fujigoro Fush- uh, at the moment. There's no. Do we she- get? Do we get a good eye on her? Um, on that person. No, that was. Before we started Sendai City. Double check Reggie didn't have the black eyes though. So that's just something about her. Mm.
0: Uh yeah, about her and Brother Kakos, because um I was about
1: to say that too. And I mean, she was a former assassin. And now I'm thinking Ken uh Kenshin Asura. It's like this entire her entire family has black eyes, and because they're like the the master, the family of assassins kind of class and sort of thing too. But
0: oh and Sam. And plus the angel that went to pick a Megumi don't have black eyes either. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, but nice theory, but it's maybe it's it could be a family difference. genetics thing.
2: Yeah, it's probably the same as like how um, Tuna Mayo boy always has the marks and stuff like that, and that seems to be a sign of the family. Right.
1: But Let's now. See.
0: But now in chapter 176, about uh, Utah is that us having a two on one right now and
1: no everybody's for themselves' um they because both Utah and the women had the same conversation we're gonna take them both out at the same time or within like that sort of way because they know well,
0: f- well for him but then for him he, he's taking versing both of them so they're all technically having a two on one they're all taking versing each other but they're all technically doing a two on one in some way,
1: I mean, it's the best way with when it comes to the be the last man standing. You mean you, you want you rather have your enemies take each other out before you take the last person out and be the lone survivor and that sort of stuff. But I think Utah might be too much for both of them.
0: Off question, off of the whole stronger Utah or them, uh, what's his face? The, the guy that claps. Toto? Uh, Yeah,
2: Toto. Toto. Utah, Utah.
0: Right, Utah, right?
2: Yeah, Utah's supposed to be stronger. Damn,
0: because that would have been interesting if our boy boy Toto was in this fight.
2: Look, Uh, Toto doesn't even have a curse technique anymore,
0: technically. But the thing is, even though he lost his hand and he can't clap no more, can he just snap? It's kind of the same concept?
1: Mm Mm-mm. He, uh, based on everything we know he can't but he technically should be able to do like that but then he himself <laughs> says that i can't use my curse technique anymore like so he himself he would can't. only know that so, so remember yeah, he, he f- remember he faked it it's like sorry my curse technique was long was already over and gone that was just to like fuck with you just get that blow into Mahito. like ooh, that was a nice shot though yeah sure, gotta hit okay. with that
2: black flash so Man,
0: i meant black flash
2: I mean. I wouldn't be surprised like i would say yuta could do it but it seems like yuta is so good with his cursed energy that
0: he doesn't need to right it's
2: perfectly in sync so he'd never have that latency almost
1: doesn't because even he can also like use a sword with it like use the curse reverse curse technique onto a weapon that he's holding on to like remember his fight with yuji he stabbed yuji in the heart However, he uses reverse curse technique to heal everything from inside, from the heart and the body outside, to make it assume that he died, but just knocks him out. Um, Yuji has a lot more versatile like abilities. It seems like this, and there's still probably more that we don't even know. There's almost untapped potential that people even said like yo he rival he rivals against uh, Gojo. They keep mentioning Man. saying like he rivals against Gojo with the same unlimited powers or they
2: so. I think the explanation was that basically Yuta has near infinite mana and then Gojo has way higher mana regen. So I think cuz I think Yuta said he would run out of energy before Gojo even though he has more than Gojo. So they're Okay, both... I
0: I uh, I understand what you're saying like he has more control but he, Gojo has more expand on his mana.
3: Like, yeah, it's like, if Yuta
2: is, spends 50 man, mana points, it might take him, he might regenerate it at like two mana per second,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but like Gojo's regenerate is like
1: near instant,
2: 30 mana per second or whatever, and his techniques are only costing like 31 points. So it's like, he's doing okay. that. And then the second he's not doing a technique, it's already ahead of where it was seems to be the implication
1: yeah uh it seems like it might Sentai city are might actually be a short one it, it seems like because this is only like the fourth part of sunday city
2: i think we have to oh, dirt, yeah because dirt. Yeah, we went to tokyo stories because it was uh, yuji's story and interactions <laughs> and megumi stuff and now we're on yuta so the only things we would be switching to next are uh, like Maki mm. and maybe Hikari or Panda if we're going to give Panda like serious story time which I don't know if that's something that he's actually going to go for or not I will say they should have made it one of the rules that they should try to make as soon as possible is that defeating somebody gets you their total point value
3: mm.
0: That's that's one that I I don't know what then they do, because like I get that you, you give points to others, but I feel like if you defeat somebody, you get the points. I feel like that's more important. Because even though Yuji won't kill people, but you have Megumi, you have Yuta, other people that, that are actually willing to kill them. So I feel like that rule should have been placed first. Like a rule. I think, think it's just them,
1: so like the, the ma- I just I think it's just so like the characters are not forced. Like oh not not force just instantly think like, I just need to kill him right away I collect all these points but it also gets your enemies like you unknown enemies unknown characters who want to collect points fast and easy they would just wait for the opportunity. they would all wait for the opportunity just to kill like the person with the most points and then take their points from them and use whatever rules that they want I think it's if they were let if they were to assassinate the person kill whoever the have the highest person with the most points. So you can rack up your own points. People will make up the rules almost instantly the moment they reach the 100. And just, you need time to think of what rule to make in order to this situation where you can save yourself before someone else comes and kills you and make the rules on their own.
2: Because, I mean, I'm just saying, because when you look at it, uh, the first dude that Yuta killed was at 91 points.
0: And that would have been perfect for Yuji.
2: Yeah, because he would have instantly hit that 91 points. And then because the cockroach pulled out right after that, he would already be at over 100 points now.
1: Yeah, he would have had like two, almost 200 points. And and Utah wanted to have 400 points in its entire total. Yeah, Utah wanted, at so, the
0: moment has only, only and 35. 35. And since yeah. he just beat the cockroach
2: curse, he should be at 40. Four thirty-six. Because I remember, can't remember. It's a curse. It's
1: a curse. It's a, it's a sorcerer. Every sorcerer is five points. Civilians yeah. one points. So,
2: so yeah. yeah. He, so, in even if so, even if he beats
1: these other two, he's still only going up to forty-five points, which is insane. I'm also wondering too. Like, so everybody in their own city can make the rules within the Cullen games. Does the rule makes up for? everybody in every district of Japan or is it just like on their own like placement of wherever they are just know like these seven rules are for everybody first and whoever has 100 points can make new rules for themselves that sort of thing
0: we will find out once Yuta gets another 55 points we'll find out if once he makes a rule if that rule gets established everywhere else because they'll mostly they, they, they will most likely you know show Yuji or show Megumi and see that point about. I'm pretty about sure the new it hook.
2: adds all around because if you remember, Yuji and Megumi kind of got separated and then they were able to redistribute points after Yuji won. So it seems like, but of course, you could argue that Yuji and Megumi are supposed to be in the same colony but I'm pretty sure that when we switched over to Utah, he acknowledged like, okay, cool. That's one thing, but I'm gonna make sure I get all these points regardless.
1: I mean, we're gonna have to see. I mean, technically everybody in their own district city came for their own purpose. Yuji collect points to make this rule. Mugumi technically found Angel because they need his powers to help break out Gojo. And Yuta's four rules, uh, Just to, I'm just trying to bring them all back up. Um,
0: Is communication able to switch to different places of the colonies and the other two um, is to exchange points, which that's already done. And what's the other one,
1: Sam? That's right. Addition to two rules. Yeah. Uh, Communication, travel. um, It was, yeah. Communication,
2: travel, point exchange and one. Because you, okay, so you two might be happening at the same time, or this might be uh, like a bit of a flashback,
3: like a small flashback. By like six
0: hours or something. Yeah, because if we go back to 173, I think it's where it stays at the end.
1: In and out of colonies. So, does that count as two then?
2: That's two rules, but Yuta says there needs to be at least four rules added. So,
1: so, so it's just going to be two more that he has something in his mind to help level everybody. At least try to save the civilians, because he even guessed like every different colony has different amount of people in it with either civilians or curse sorcerers or all other stuff like that. And however, means of racking up points is however each curse technique, curse spirit, and Players want to do this. Um and so still a lot. Even well, the it? festering life sword was like it was a cursed weapon, right?
2: Some of Uta sword?
1: Yes. No, no, not you not Uta sword, uh the cockroach's weapon. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, like an yeah, axe yeah. weapon thing too? It, yeah, it was basically a cursed weapon. Even that's it's... in a low, like cursed weapons are a little like mix into it too so
2: which i'd really love for them to expand on how cursed weapons are made at some point mm-hmm. just because it's been a rather nebulous kind of thing where it's like yeah we make cursed weapons I, like, feel okay, like, but- I feel like
1: i feel like Kenjaku would also be one of the head inventors or head creators of these cursed weapons, considering he also made the paint that the painting thing mm-hmm. and like the other like cursed spirits that he's captured and everything else. We don't even know like how big is his laboratory of like inventions and curse techniques and danger levels of all of it. And let's not forget, Ghetto also, his powers was to collect cursed spirits. Like he has a whole army of them that's now under Kenjaku's uh, hands and he could just let out release how many however he wants into certain colonies and certain forms and places.
0: I'm really curious to see how the animation from MAPA is going to tackle her, her Kirstenik grabbing the sky and like in this panel that she grabbed uh, it was in page six. Like, the way she just grabbed this guy and just showed right. Like shows a curtain, right? I feel I'm like to green a green screen oh,
1: kind of thing, where it just have a whole mountain. I'm just... It's like a whole green screen kind of thing. Curtain. Yeah, like,
0: I've never seen that type of animation or, like, that type of stuff. So I'm really curious to see how is going to tackle this in an anime type of movement form, because this would be pretty interesting.
2: Earlier, didn't you say you were on Annie's Lobby?
0: Oh... The are you talking about a door door fruit?
2: No, no, no. There's a fruit that you haven't seen yet. But I was just making sure that you said you're at Annie's lobby, right?
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at with my girl. Okay, there's
2: a fruit that is used like three arcs from where you are right now.
0: Which that one? Will,
2: <laughs> that will give you an idea of like just straight up grabbing the sky and just
0: Ah, uh. Ah, you're talking about white beards. Yep. Ah. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Because the way he cracks the sky. Yeah. Uh yeah. There's yeah, some yeah. other
2: stuff in it too. So you'll I I think you'll enjoy seeing it, in action. It's been yes. a
0: while since I rewatched it, so it makes sense why I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That'll make sense. Okay. I'm curious to see uh, uh how Mappa's gonna tackle um how Mappa's gonna talk about that. But overall, um, these chapters of Utah, I'm loving it overall overall, the culling games I'm loving it and it's really slowly surpassing the whole Shibuya art for me already.
2: If I'm honest I've been enjoying the culling games more than Shibuya mm-hmm. uh, partially because I feel like we're a lot more focused in this arc where it's like alright sure we're looking at Yuji and we're looking at Megumi but it's like no we're Focused on this. We're doing this. Okay. This is the topic. This is the character that we're following. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Next thing. Boom, boom, boom,
0: Agreed. Boom. Okay. Next thing. It's because, like, I feel like each character has their moment and each of them has their own mission. With the Hoshibuya, like, everything was, everyone was trying to survive. Everyone's trying to do what they can. And everyone was trying to get, you know, with his fingers, you know, Sakuna, Gojo, everything had a mission. But here I feel like, I agree with, with what you said, everything is much focused. And we are also learning a lot more things from the underworld, the from things from the past, and, you know, cursed weapons. And each character has their own moment. You know, Yuta, you know, Maki, you know, killing the whole clan, stuff like that. Yep. And, you know. And,
2: uh, I wanna add into it, like, as far as the comparison to, there are fights during Shibuya that, like, Week to week they were kind of cool, but on reread, it's like this didn't add that much to the story, actually.
3: Mm, okay.
2: Um, like the May May fight. Ah. Yeah. yeah, it was like, all right, that was cool, but like it didn't do anything. And I haven't gotten that feeling yet of like this isn't actually doing anything for the story. Because we you know, like with the cockroach fight, for example, we're getting to see the way like Yuta does prioritize trying to help people and save them. He is trying to be, you know, effectively a hero while helping. He prioritizes keeping them safe by keeping Enrique there, basically meaning he's nerfed himself so that he can keep them safe while still fighting at a special grade level. So it's like we're getting a lot more narrative out of these fights and like getting the update on like uh, Megumi's domain and how that approaches. Tackling like some of Yuji's guilt, and then like learning more about like Kikudrama and the different forms of domains, feels like this arc has a lot of stuff more organically like stitched within it to expand upon the power system while simultaneously giving us like decent lore. Because it, the expansion of the power system with moves like Wicker Basket also functions as think, a form of world building because it ex- explains like kind of the history of techniques too. So just these small little adjustments to the way that the story's been like handling these fights and incorporating the narrative pieces has upped my enjoyment of this one for a good amount, I would say.
1: I do enjoy I am enjoying the calling game arc already, especially when Shibuya arc uh technically was two years ago. I know because yeah. it ended last year and uh and the start of it was two years ago. And the start of setting up of calling games, each character's even though Gege was on break because he didn't he was sick which was okay, it was still fine. Pacing momentum still kept going pretty well on its own. And yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying Culling Games more, especially since just it's using the same formulas as should be like, we're able to switch between every character. What have they been doing? What's their position? What are they gonna be doing? At least in this situation with Culling Games, we all know they're all participating within the Culling Games. Everybody's having their own strategies. Everybody's having their own way of things. Because uh, even Megumi said it, Like even though Yuji may not want to kill people and might hesitate, I will not hesitate to kill people because I know my motivation is to save my sister.
0: And I want to see him kill people. Like, I like I know I talk about this in Black Clover. Like, I want to see death. I want to see disaster, but we don't fucking get to see it. But in JJK, Gedget gives us hope, light, and darkness all at the same time in chapters. And I just love it and Megumi get these type of moments of what he did with our boy like he literally was just just swinging a truck around a house around so I just love what he kept doing and I just want to I just want to I just want to continue to see him be put back in a corner and to see him go and killing people it's just I love his character when he gets put in the wall and then just I just want to see his now his perfected now his perfected domain expansion how can they improve? can we just see that. Yeah.
2: And we already know that Mahogara is Magumi's endgame goal for acquisition. Yes. And personally, I think that with Mahogra's design being so an angel inspired and the fact that he has a blade of positive energy, I'm really looking forward to how Magumi is supposed to defeat Mahogara or if it's going to have to be, he's going to have to basically be uh, special grade level just in hand to hand combat, plus have to set it up so that one of his other things, as well as other shadows that might be uh, still in the background, because we've gotten the divine dogs, but I think because
1: there's supposed to be 10 of the shikigami, if I'm remembering right. So we've got. Yeah, each sorcerer can hold up to control up to 10 uh, shikigamis in them. So we got the frogs,
2: we got the bunnies. I think um, each divine dog is their own thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We have Max Elephant. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? The bird. Yeah, yeah Nui. Neway. And then we know Mahogra exists, so I think that leaves like three, two or First, three oh, more. Oh, there was a snake that died. If I
0: say, um, didn't he some yeah, did he have type of a reptile? Yeah, he had a
2: snake that was killed by Sukuna in the
1: but beginning. Then- but then when he gets killed, it, their power goes to the other Shikigamis and it opens up a free space of him
0: uh, I don't filling think up the 10 again. I don't think he has chosen a new one unless, unless it has been done off screen, but it's different.
1: It could be.
2: I mean- so, The real question for that is also like, what are the rules to, because what like, are, is there a set Shikigami that you inherit? Because if there is, then we know that once one breaks, their power might distribute. But then you're still just down a shikigami.
1: Yeah, mm. and then there's also the shikigamis where it's too powerful that you need to you and someone else with you have to fight to take down in order for that shikigami to be following you to for you to be able to use. Because we know Megumi's try to summon one to kill um, the luck guy, the guy with the hand for a sword, but Sukuna just interrupts in and kills and killed it. However, with sukuna coming in to kill it—it it, it, it breaks the rule where yeah you have a third party, uh, you guys, and he was the one that's killed it. So technically, she does not follow Megumi, but we just it just give us an idea of how strong is uh, sukuna is. But uh, and there's apparently other uh, Shigigamis that are just as powerful as that thing too that fought Tsukuna.
0: Well, we haven't seen it, or we just know about it. But who, who I do want to see also enter the cutting game. I was said in the chat. I want to see Maki. We haven't. Uh, we don't have any confirmation yet that she's in the cutting game, and I can't
1: wait for her to join it. I mean, she's on her own quest. The extermination of the family of the um.
0: Saying what family is gone already? They're all dead. I mean, you
1: know I don't even need okay. to bring up the name anymore. She's already probably wiped them all out. <laughs> that,
2: okay, <laughs> that was what was. It, what was funny about when Megumi was like, "I'm the head of the Zenian clan," and that dude was like, "Oh, word. and it's like, "Yeah, for all that means now."
0: Like, yeah, like Icarus. you, and, like you and two people—that's it. That's, that's all that's left.
2: And I don't see Megumi being the kind of dude that goes out there to just sow his oats randomly. So, You're
0: like, the, you know, time—you know, you know—time to rebuild the clan. You know, let's pop ten kids out here.
2: Like that's not Megumi. So,
0: yeah, it's all that's left is him, his sister, and Tegimaki. That's it.
2: Yeah, because Mai is dead, and what's her name technically doesn't count. Who? So, um, his sister doesn't count because she's not even. She's the
1: because, adoptive family. No, yeah. she wasn't. She she's uh, Fushiguro. Uh, technically, Tochi used his wife's name last name yeah. instead of.
2: That's like an adopted.
1: uh... Oh shit! Tell me about that. Okay.
2: So yeah, it's like that's not even like an actual thing. Like so, she's not even actually in the clan.
0: So.
1: Oh wow. But we do know like Kenjaku got to her like do the whole like put the curse onto her forehead and that sort of thing, and she's somehow being controlled or some kind of being that's controlling her, an old spirit or whatnot. We don't know. Kenjaku Mm -hmm. is just a man of mysteries of. Many secrets and crazy experiments.
0: Oh, definitely. So, any last thoughts for JGK? Uh, I'm good. I'm yeah, kind of good too. Me, the only thing I think this fight on uh, with this trio, I think will last another two, three more chapters.
1: Yeah, I see that too. Yeah,
2: no, I see both of them losing because Megumi. I mean, not Magumi, but Yuta was working around some of those energy blasts and all of those stuff already and was figuring out what the other girl's technique is. It's, to me, it's just a matter of time before whatever, like Rika gets done keeping those people safe and pops back up by him. And then he just starts doing whatever he needs to do.
0: All right. Uh, so, Aniki, want to start us? Uh, want off us first? Because we haven't spoken about the last four chapters. So how have you thought about this? Um, um, all right. Confrontation like this plan that all my and, and I forgot the cop, um, Sugauchi. um I appreciate it. All my and our boss, planned this out of how to confront all for one and split all of them up in this past four chapters plan. What do you think of this and how do you feel about Aoyama? Because I don't think we have spoken about this in a while.
2: So, Aoyama is somebody who whenever I talked about student, like the trader, I was like, based on certain lines of dialogue, there has to have been a trader for a long period of time where it really does sound like they're implying there's been traders for a long period of time. But to that same degree, I always said, I think it's Nezu, but if it's a student, it has to be Aliyama. I've said that a lot. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was just kind of like, yep, here we go. This is the payoff. We're finally getting to see it. And what the, the main thing that i'm worried about right now like when you look at what today's chapter was and like some of the previous stuff going on is where is spinner because there's a whole heteromorph army
3: that is following spinner and we don't know where they are and we know that compress is supposed to come
2: back to the story and maki is just somewhere sedated there's so much like, like, even with this, these matchups showing up now, there's a lot going on in the background that kind of needs to be addressed, especially because if you noticed when Offalone one would talk to Spinner and he was talking about how spinner is important, Spinner looked entirely tired of Off One's bullshit. And he's only here for Shigaraki. So that kind of makes him a wild card in all this because. Dobby's throwing a basically one of the longest tantrums and Shigaraki is kind of being exploited by all for one and offer one is just trying to be the man on top. So n- most of these people's goals have nothing to do with what Spinner's trying to achieve here. So that's what I'm looking for here is like, what's gonna be, cause I could just as easily see Spinner being the whole reason offer one fails.
1: I definitely can see that. But at the same time, like the protesters, like in that last page or the second to last page, they already like were coming out from the rumble. They were all working together for this moment to like start a riot within the uh, safe house of UA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem is like they were just a day too late, or at least a couple hours a too late, because like the kids started to head out of the school and they do their own thing and whoever remaining heroes is left to protect UA is gonna be left there to protect UA. But at, at that point, it doesn't really matter anymore if there was a riot or there is a protest. I guess um, they were late to the party. However, when it came to All for One, like they're gonna do their own thing. I'm gonna see if this played out with Ayama, lower out Deku by himself. That way we can have like a whole, all that one, everybody all together to fight Deku by himself. We have our boy, um, the the uh Manoma? Man, Mano? Uh ma, uh the the kid that can copy quirks. Monoma. monoma. oh yeah. And he using Kuraguri's abilities of shadows, which is a longer reach and better abilities than what which, All for One had.
0: Which this is which this is the first time I actually have liked Abu because I hate Abu Ash. <laughs> <laughs> And we actually said, uh, I I love the line in a chapter, like do we, all, we all have a role to play and this is your role. And and when he said, you're going to use this quirk and you're going to learn how to do it in a few days. And I got to give props on because my dude learned how to use this quirk between two to five days because a few means five. So mm. between two to five days, he learned how to use this quirk. That's props. Like for anybody to learn that. And he did multiples multiples of uh, escapes yeah. gates for people to get in and out and do what that do and split everyone up. So that's a lot of props. So that is some smart shit. And this was good planning. And you put a lot of faith. And I love how Eraserhead came up with this plan. And he also acknowledged that, like, hey, we've been trying to get into our, my old friend, Gary, but I can't even tell if he's my old friend, Kierigiri, or if he's who he is today. So I love how I love how he was honest. And he put all this pressure and weight on this kid, on his student, but he was honest about it. But look, with my eye be out of commission, I'm out of battle. I cannot be there. So I'm putting my trust in you. And that's a lot of possible for you learn a full quirk that you have to copy from three from two to three to five days. That's a lot of workout right there. You
1: did. I also want to bring up like is it, it's a copy of the quirk, right? It's not the original. That's even more impressive. He's copying a copy of a quirk and he's using it to his own advantage.
2: And that's, so, okay. So that is something cool that now that you mentioned it, I, I kind of want to, because if you remember, he can't copy stockpile quirks. Mm-hmm. He can copy them, but he can't copy the stockpile. But he can copy the modifications that are made to a quirk if he copies that quirk. And that's a kind of a cool distinction
1: to notate. Exactly. Like all for one, put all these modification onto that one quirk. Only to be like taken away from him and not being used against him with all its like all its compatibilities that he put into the work into, which it it makes Monoma the MVP in that that department for sure. And not only just to bring out the heroes, but to also like push out the dividing the villains onto different areas and different placement and stuff. Uh, It's it's like Class One A versus Class One B where everybody had different stages and different uh, locations to fight in their battle places. They were technically trained to fight in different areas and arenas and places. So you're no saying, matter what circumstances of it. Sam,
0: the arc had a point where people was calling it useless <laughs> and pointless in the timeline. So you're saying that I mean this they had the training. Had a training. They They've done training here. They've
1: done training there before. Like even class one A was like there to fight in its own self. I guess in this situation it's more like whichever the best advantage but we don't we don't care about the area advantage it's mostly about dividing each other where what's the can we like reach out to this person because even uh in chapter 341 i believe when we had the villain side uh dabi revealed that he took blood samples of twice and he gave it to uh toga it's like you know, like it's oh. you wanna keep twice abilities alive, you wanna keep his spirit alive. You you know what to do, you have the most love for twice. You can like uh, bring out sad man's parade, even though the heroes thought that it was over, Hawks killed twice. Uh we don't have to worry about the sad man parade anymore.
0: But I'm curious to see if that's gonna be used or curious to see what's gonna happen, cause from I don't want us to jump into with Dekun Toga yet but it's very curious about that because I have questions and I have theories but I do want to continue talking about shout out to our, another student. It's a boy Shinso. I love his costume his new costume is dope as hell and I love that we actually mm-hmm. um turned back to note that he was technically supposed to go to class 1A or class 1B because he did get approved from the school because he did a good job and everything back versus class 1A versus class 1B and he did a lot of training to improve his quirk so but we didn't get confirmation of how he improved his quirk or what was the process but I hope we find in the future because very curious to see did he unlock quirk's quirks singularity for his quirk or did he train his quirk like a muscle and that's how he improved it that's what I'm curious about
2: It's, it's always the muscle answer for me I always lean towards the muscle stuff developing. Uh, I think that Quirk Singularity is a a real danger, but that's something that stems from situations like Shigaraki's. Anything else, um, even like the idea of Quirk Awakening, all that is just learning how to apply the mechanics of your Quirk better. And you have so many characters that kind of show you the way they've upgraded and utilized their Quirks better throughout the course of the series. Whether it's Bakugo, who, if you really look back at it, why was Bakugo stuck at Camino? Because he wasn't good enough with his explosion to consistently fly.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Current Bakugo, you constantly see him pretty much only flying places
0: because his uh, because it shows because it shows the difference of how he has improved, and it always reminds me of the comment he said. I think when he was talking to, I think when he was talking to Kira Shema uh, back in season one or back in season two, I forgot, I forgot what chapter, but I remember during the season two was it, I believe, that he told that he has learned how to improve his quirk because he told the class that our quirks are just like muscles. If we just improve them, it will just improve by us, is like working out. And once he said that, it shows how smart he is, and that's why he was the top of his class back in school with Deku. It showed the difference.
1: There's also motivation, too. Like, isn't just like training your quirk over and over again. There's also the motivation, because Shinzo's motivation is, yeah, I was supposed to move up to hero classes with you guys, but unfortunately, because of Senso incident, the whole uh, the hospital invasion, the whole Uh, uh, Kenjaku war thing. I was hoping happened. I couldn't move up and I couldn't move up to the heroes classes with you You guys. Yeah, to agree. So the best way I could do this was to just like keep training my quirk, keep keep making it better and better. And it came to the point now I can manipulate voice. I and
2: And, because especially with Shinso, I think that he had had so little to no quirk training.
0: That is true because he was pushed into the regular hero class, right? So it's not like he class. was getting
2: any practice. So yeah, as like for example, if Shoto, if you ask Shoto what his power was when he was four years old, he'd be like, I can make fire and I can make ice. He wouldn't be thinking, like, yeah, I can make flash freeze heat wave, uh, I can do flash fire fist, you know. If you guys saw the movie, I, I can do, you know, like tossing. Ice, like shuriken and stuff like that. Or if you've seen that animation sequence, even on Twitter, of like when he's making the path to save Rodi, like, yes, he wouldn't have known that. Like, so his growth, like the character's growth throughout the series, has been documented. Even Endeavor, interestingly enough, has some one of the, one of the same markers of growth as Bakugo, in that both Agreed. of them are characters you can measure their growth by how well they can fly.
0: Yes yes because i remember back in uh when he first fought the when he first fought the high-end
1: the, the right. high yeah. end Nemo, oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. he couldn't fly as high now he can fly with no problem yep so that's dope as hell
2: yeah like when you look back at the star and stripe fight when they were on the way there endeavor just opted not to be in the car it was just flying the whole time
0: yeah like it shows how much comfortable he is with his abilities and everything uh well. One more character I just want to give a shout out to. It's our girl Yuraka and Bazdeco um in chapter in chapter 342. The way that with everything going on, they both never had the chance to talk. And I love that conversation of of just how Yuraka was trying to tell him like, hey, I, I spoke to Toga, this happened, it was just weird going on. And her and just both of them. To looking at the city and and both of them trying to understand what's going on. And then they could say, hey, I understand it because I'm in the same boat. And just both of them, like both of them, not talking about feelings, just understanding that this is the moment right now that they're both going through. And they all, both of them have to understand that what happens next might be the end or what happened next. They could finally talk about their feelings.
1: Um, yeah, that's technically what I see that's going to be happening for the next chapter, the, t- the conversation with Toga and Deku, and technically Uraka is right there, too, and they both technically talked to each other and had that whole change of ideals. Remember Uraka, last mo- last word she told Toga was, I got to take you down because you're a criminal, because the stuff that you've done is, uh, is, like, is too evil. It's criminal, I have to take you down which toga like react to it like i I, that's what i thought you have to like people like me are not fit within like the society and stuff but i still want to hear what deku have to say because so go for
2: it let's say and i think that's kind of what the deku and uberaka conversation was setting up Mm -hmm. because now when we start the next chapter and we're focused on this toga conversation they can be like nobody do anything i need to know something and then you have that pause before it's like time to fight and i will say that one of the main things that they're going to need to focus on now is getting deku back to shigaraki but i do think there's going to be time for this conversation at least or they are going to try to have
0: it
1: yeah so, like, do, i think it's the best conversation time to, has to be considering like, a full chapter or two i think it's the best timing considering like toga is only has the near high near end no moves and probably the other criminals and people like none of the main league of villains uh enemies uh with them and we've noticed that deku's danger sense was not triggered by toga because she wants this talk she wants this answer because which that's danger sense so. is triggered by uh killing intent or,
2: or like intent to harm in general mm-hmm. like Cause like Monoma or Aoyama actually set it off when he was gonna try to shoot him with a laser. And he straight up says during class 1A to uh, Midoriya, which was funny because I remember on one of my streams I'd said, what if Bakuo didn't set off dangerous sense when he went to find Deku because he wasn't actually trying to hurt Deku but bring him back. And then somebody was like, I think you're doing a little too much with that one, bro. Then it ended up being that like all of them were managing to attack Deku. Because Danger synth wasn't going off because they didn't actually want to hurt him; they were just trying to stop him.
0: But it makes sense because Toga don't want to hurt him. Toga just wants to get his perspective on this whole situation, and like in the chat as well, Toga might also want to ask him to save Chiggy. Like, hey, I need you to do. I don't think she one.
1: cares. She only cares about. Everybody re- in the League of Villains and their self are only thinking about themselves and their own goals and their own motivation. It depends because
0: each, each has their own goals, Sam, but at the same time like, for example, Spinner, he has his goals to follow to follow Shiraki. Toga has her own goals to do her own thing, but she also cares about the league because of Twice, but Twice ain't here no more, but she still cares about the league because technically that's her own family right now at the moment, but now it's in, technique, in some type of disarray because of Offer 1. So I feel like she's doing a two-on-one. She's trying to ask for help from Deku, but she also is asking him to hear his perspective in this whole type of crazy mess.
1: Well, I mean, even Toga has um, her own weird ideas of likes and dislikes and interests. Lucky for her, like the three main people that she got interest is Yoraka, Deku and Sui is also right there too. And um, lucky for her, all three of them is what caught her interest and her likes and interest. And then this is like probably her only moment and final last stand conversation that's gonna happen. To diffuse and to be able to diffuse the bomb of where you have to try to convince her to not drink the blood of twice, do not make the sad man parade, or even if she does, how are you gonna save her after she like does this action, that sort of thing? And that could yeah. be, her, that would be actually her proof. Like, do you really want to change? Do you do? You, I can't. The only way I could believe you is if I were to set off this trigger, call sad man parade. You're able to like stop through it, th- uh, defuse it, and be able to save me from it. That's how I know I can believe you. That here society is going to change because they're in your hands. That's also, how I
2: see it. It's also worth noting that some of these, because there's something that Horikoshi tried to make it very clear to us in this chapter that I'm going to say it's a good thing Toga did not get to see. Which and which
0: one, 345? Uh, in
2: 345. 345 specifically, yeah.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Especially, which is that when you look back to page uh, 8 to 9, that spread, when it's like we shift to phase 2 and everybody's popping out, you can see that Hawks is already in motion in that spread before Endeavor is even fully out of the warp gate. And he's like, welcome, fellas. And immediately tries to decapitate all for one.
0: Yes. Like he literally shot a whole arrow in that page in the corner. Literally was was plain and ready to kill him.
2: Like he went to chop his head off. But it just so happens that the katanas didn't do it.
0: Yeah. He literally said, I knew that he wouldn't show up with armor after attack and crack. So that he knew that he was ready for that. But he still tried.
2: Yeah. Well, because, because if the armor wasn't strong enough, then they get to just chop his head off. And notice, like, Ende- Endeavor is not like, well, we, I mean, it's not like we're trying to kill him. No. He's just like, yeah, I didn't have my hopes we'd get the decapitation anyway.
0: But I still love all for One comment saying that but it's just it, it's just pitting one for all against tomorrow. But how can you put your youngest to clean up your own mess no matter how much it pains him. And the unceasing about the towards your eldest child. And I'm like, that's amazing. Like that. But I like, think that's what this is what
1: Shota, Shoto actually wanted too. He wanted. He yeah. I never wanted to just fight Dabi by himself, or at least like if Shoto wanted to join him to fight him or at least stop him, he would. But I think Shoto, because but we know like before uh the meetup, the clash at three thirty three forty-three. Shoto's last com- uh, words, like his words to Bakugo, uh, Ida and them, was like, uh, "I just wanted to know my brother's favorite food. I just want to have one last talk with him, at least. So, like, have a bowl of uh, soba with him to just fully talk." Because they never sad.
2: really got to have a conversation.
0: Which, like, when I read that, and by the way, Sam, it was chapter two forty two. It was sad because mm-hmm. like, it was sad, like, uh, Shoto's face just looks so depressed. Just like I will make him, I will make him sit down for a bowl with me. It's like he's just hoping for the best of this outcome, which I'm curious to see if there's any actual good outcome out of all this, because this matchup will be amazing, and and Shoto is ready. Like his boots are flaming. His right side is is on ice. He is ready it, to it's go, go battle.
2: Also. 100% when we get the volume corrections, this is probably going to be a spread.
3: Because mm-hmm. I I Horikoshi,
2: hope. he did four spreads in this one chapter. I would not be surprised if the volume version of the Dobby Dobbyverse Shoto moving up towards each other thing was also a full spread.
0: Question about uh, the next spread. Uh, this next spread reminds me of Watchtower from DC Comics or reminds me of of the avengers one of the one of the prisons it, it, it's not the cube it's um it's
2: i've seen people compare it to the ultron thing that happened in
1: sokovia was, yeah sokovia is going for a ride <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which i too. Mean- okay so
2: there's a couple things about this layout that i kind of love which is one it was made with genus fighting here in mind because all of those carbon fiber cables and platforms are specifically so they can stay in the air while fighting Shigaraki. And it's not worth it for Shigaraki to try to decay all the things up there because he's risking falling too. But also the idea that they could just move around and like have these different platforms for different people to fight on.
0: Which and- dope, I saw. like They was ready for this battle. Like they actually planned this very well.
2: Even uh, if you destroyed the island, then he's stuck falling to his death. Mm-hmm. Or having to try to like spam air cannons to stay afloat because he doesn't have any wings or flying
1: quirks that we know of. And like uh, we don't know if War Order is captured or tamed within Shikirvati. Oh, no, it's gone. The, uh, it's the, like...
2: the, the implication was that that quirk is just gone.
1: Mm. It's
0: gone. And also, I can't wait for next chapter or two chapters or how many for best genius to call Bakugo by his hero name, I want best genius to call Bakugo by his hero name. Explosion head, uh, great explosion. Whatever. Murder got dynamite. Yeah. yeah, I want him to call him that. He's like, why did he choose this name? Why did he call you this whole four names for one hero name that we asked you for, but you chose four in one name? Hey, you remember Ida was like, great explosion.
2: Murder got dynamite. You have to report. You have to exit the battlefield. You're too injured. Like.
1: If if you ask either to say the whole thing, he's gonna say the whole thing. I mean, I guess the yeah. only way go would actually listen and to yes. follow through and that sort of stuff. So
0: because he call best genius a boy, call him denim head. I'm like, really? You're gonna call him denim head? Which which is true because that whole thing's up to his nose. So it makes sense, but damn.
1: I, I'm also, like, analyzing everybody's in their own stage. Uh, yeah. All the pro heroes are going against All for One and a few of the other villains and prisoners and stuff like that. Shoto is fighting against Dabi, but in this stage is where the statue is. And we've seen that the head, the, the sign is heroes must die. That already tells me, like, the protesters and everybody are actually there. And Dabi might actually just use them as, like distractions, fodders, whatever. He's he's gonna kill them regardless, but then like just, just so that has the upper hand and probably like try to attempt Where to kill that? Shota with that and that's what
0: I can't find
1: is Gang Orca. I don't know. Gang Orca is orca. with uh Deku, Uraka yeah. and Soy, she's right there.
2: Yeah. If you look above uh Uraraka's knee, you can yeah. see him.
0: Oh okay, thank you yeah. because he blended in with the forest because I didn't see that
2: dude. Yeah I'm which, assuming this is actually his base.
1: Which might actually oh, it work sense. out considering if, sense. if Toga really does bring out Sad Man Parade, you need at least some kind of army or some kind of so, I just to make see, it through.
0: I just want to see Gang Orca fight because my dude is a great whale. Like, he has to be orca beast whale. In the one. Or, you know, Orca whale. But you know what I mean? Like, I just want to see this man. Like, like, when I saw him in the, which, yo, that spread in 343, the ending. And oh, when we saw was... him, like, just going, ah. Like, I just, like, my dude was excited to fight. Like, that expression looks like he was, like, oh, I, like, that expression of his looks like he was, uh, like, oh, I haven't let loose in so long. And that's dude, what there, got me excited.
2: He, his arm was broken like a noodle mm-hmm. by Makia. So, you know, when you almost got put out the paint, you're, you're going to come
0: back for that vengeance. And a miracle too. She's there with that new arm thing. I can't wait to see what she and does. Like, like, and like and too, like yeah. So I can't wait to see what she does. Like this spread of chapter uh this spread of chapter 343 reminded me of the spread um in the books. Um, um of one piece alabasta of uh, mm-hmm. both of them side by side. Oh so the one piece when they, when crew, they had the
2: yeah, Luffy, the numbers versus the Straw Hats.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, like it's just so good because it shows how each team versus each, you know, the heroes versus the just so good. And, and for a color spread, it's just amazing. Like, the whole details of Deco and everyone else, it's just well done. I'm curious to see who's going to live and die. That's the curious thing. It's going to be interesting, like, which heroes is going to take the L.
1: I mean, technically, Bakugo and best, best Genus don't have Deku with them, and they're fighting against Shigaraki himself. And they know themselves; they might not do the most, but the best they could do is kill enough time, and hopefully, they can have Minoma send another portal and bring Deku back into on top of UA, which is a which is actually pretty fitting in the stage too, with Shigaraki and Deku on. UA's territory kind of thing. A flip of a coin where hero a heroes, a school of heroes, both opposite direction. This could have been both of our dream, both of our goals to be. It's fitting. It's ironically fitting between both sides of the coin in a place where everybody wants to be in to achieve that same dream. It's very fitting.
3: Yeah. And I'm kind of at a point where one of the things I
2: was asking people about is like, now, how do you see this situation with Deku going down? Do you kind of expect it to be like Monoma has to go back, find Deku, grab Deku, and try to get him to the Shigaraki place while they're sorting it out? Or how are you guys going to? Because Deku, yeah, cool. He has to have that conversation with Toga, but it doesn't seem optimal to keep Deku away from Shigaraki when Shigaraki and Deku are like two of the biggest heavy hitters.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to make they're going to make the mission to find Deku and bring him here but when they try to bring him here he's in the middle of the conversation with Toga and he's going to tell him give me a minute I need to finish this right now. So I feel like that it's very important for them to have. Deku should be going back to the actual fight by chapter three fifty, the latest, if not the earliest, three forty
1: seven. Or we can have, Deku, like, if if Toga really turns, like she surrenders, like she sees the resolve and everything. There's a lot of like blood samples for twice. Push them up. Push Deku up to the air, up to the cloud nine area of where UA is with Sadman parade. That can also be an option too. We've seen it. I think we've seen Shigaraki riding on top of like a wave of twice army to just be able to get into certain areas and places and that sort of thing. I, I could definitely see it from this situation too. Or
0: I like what Ray said, Bakugo versus Shiggy. I fuck with that too. Oh, I, will, I
2: expect that to be at least a little bit of time.
0: I will. I would love to see that round too.
2: And I don't think Bakugo gets washed as quickly as I think a lot of people might think at a surface glance. Just because Deku left UA for like a month. And while he was out, he was actually in fight or flight scenarios, real life, life and death battles for like a month straight.
3: He came back and still lost the game of Ketchakachan.
0: Yep. And also, Sam, I agree with Ray. Uh, I don't think uh, what Deku needs help. He could also fly. He floats. Yeah, so Madoki alert to fly to UA.
3: But
2: like, you he know. He does it right. He can, because one of the things that I really would like to just see Deku do is utilize Fajin with his fingers. Because mm-hmm. we've seen him kind of do the jump with the Delaware Smash Air Force, like on the ground. Yeah. So the way I kind of look at it is, is that if he can build up Fajin full 100% blast, then he can kind of take off and then use that for flight and then just keep, Recharging it, you know, just flexing his fingers and then boom, flex his fingers, boom, flex his fingers, boom, boom, and just stay afloat and fly where he needs to fly if it's really that big of a deal.
0: So, you're saying like he will be creating his own type of sonic boom? Yeah, because
2: like if he can use Air Force to jump when he was already using it for augmented jumping at like 20%, then if he's using Fajin to create full 100% Air Force blast, he should be able to use it to like fly and actually get around pretty fast.
1: Yeah. I agree with that but remind me fujin he has to build it up right he had to like yeah. save it up for a very yeah, good amount of time
2: and that's why i'm just, just kind Canadian of been doing energy, like this right? while talking about it yeah like he just has to like build it up i'm so, wondering like he
1: had to build it up like throughout the entire like time before this entire moment and i'm wondering like do you want to save a few food like fujin just in case where you need to you don't have you're in, up in the air and you have no other landing space to be able to climb. You can't use your black whip to uh, swing to another rack or piece of thing, but you at least have Fujin to help soften your fall, or at least to lighten your well, he's got float,
2: So he never should fall. Mm, right, yeah. right, right. Float. So he can technically just crank it up, crank his hands, and then like use that for propulsion and control his flights and hopefully fly to an area if we don't have Monoma coming back in to help him teleport back out. Because we could have him getting stuck teleporting through multiple sites because that could be like the, okay, I haven't completely mastered this yet, but I've been working on it. So maybe we miss the wrong one and land somewhere incorrectly the first time and then go and get where we need to be. But either way.
0: Oh, yes, Ray brings a good point. He also, he could have come up with the type of equipment that could feature that. You know, store up the energy like Bakugou you know, stores up the energy for his, his sweat. sweat. So mm-hmm. maybe he created some type of equipment to store up his energy, possibly. Exit. Yeah. Uh I can see that. The one person I'm curious to see if he's gonna enter this fight as well is staying. I'm curious to see oh, if yeah. stain I'm curious to see if stain's gonna enter this fight or if stain's gonna be involved with spinner as well.
2: I kind of think the that- it would make sense for Stane to show up, but I feel like if he does, it'll be from a story angle where it's almost incidental or we don't get him until, again, later on, like further, maybe even after people have started to try to like reconvene or something like that. Because Stane doesn't seem like the kind of person who would miss these giant battles, but he's also not in the loop either on the villain side or on the hero side, because he swam away from Tartarus.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's not like he's informed on any of AFO's machinations or incorporated into any of those plans.
1: Okay.
0: Any more thoughts of MHA chapters? Any more questions or any more theories?
2: Right now, no. I'm good. what about you guys?
0: I'm curious to see if we're gonna see any international people joining in in this last uh, fight to bring it all together.
1: I think with when it came to Stars and Stripes dying, the international heroes don't want to get involved. Don't want to bring out yeah. their best into mm-hmm. that sort of thing, that's, and that's, that's why we can't. True. That's why they like we're not we're most likely not gonna be able to see them. They yeah. said Who dying tied a lot of people's hands.
0: Yeah, they said let Japan sink or win. Let's see what happened. Uh, and yeah, and they he can't, said... they can't
1: use Aizawa's abilities anymore. Too, he himself said, like after my lost the eye, I can't really use my quirk neither to stop Shigaraki. And I'm yeah. wondering if Minoma can copy Aizawa's abilities. Then he should be able to. It's just that he would have to switch them out. So mm-hmm.
2: like, if he Pops back into the Shigaraki fight, he could temporarily erase Shigaraki's quirks, have him like get beat up, then teleport back out, pop somewhere else, and keep doing that to like randomly lob assist here and there to make sure that different people
1: uh, can quick grab advantages and small windows where people lose their quirks. That's what I'm thinking too, because like, like, even all my say, hey, fat gum, watch out for Manoma, and Manoma get back to Aizawa. And like, you know, that's not a bad idea. It's just, Wherever you could go with the portals, and then you could use Aizawa's to cancel the quirks and the abilities and that sort of thing. That, that's a phantom thief. That is a phantom thief. <laughs> that's a secure name and it works for his own. That
0: works. works. That's <laughs> actually a smart way because because Ray even says stainless protecting all might.
1: But actually, that might not always uh but the Monoma using Aizawa's quirk might not work as well too because he would also have to use those amount of time to know how to use aizawa's abilities and to train himself to keep his eyes wide open at people to cancel out the quirks but
0: unless unless within those past three to five days that he was training to use the quirk he also learned how to use aizawa's quirk at the same time because he was with him the, the whole time so maybe he met you like hey why are you here and why are you learning that quirk why don't you copy my quirk as well, and also learn how to use it in case we need you in battle too?
2: And it could even just be the, because ultimately as I was quirk partially relies on your stamina to just keep your eyes open. So mm-hmm. from you could argue that he didn't have to practice with it so much as he's been making sure to keep that on hand, though, and familiarize himself with being able to quick activate it and then move it out of the way. Because if you remember when Isaiah was using it, he wasn't able to be the combatant that he typically would be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was just about making sure he got to keep that quirk active.
0: Yeah. I agree. And Ray brings a good point, and I hate to agree with this because he even said, Monoma is more talented than we give him credit for because he's an asshole. And I agree with this, and I hate agreeing with this because I hate this guy with passion. Like there are times I want to like it's him and a few people in anime and manga that hate so much. Him, the guy from Black Clover, who's the fucking king, there's some I characters that want to die. I love this- Monoma. You are? <laughs> Damn, wait, like, you have always liked him? Yeah. Uh,
3: I guess, I guess <laughs> you're
0: one of the few people out there, because me, I've always hated him. So it's like, huh, my dude, like, because of this past few chapters, am like, oh, wow, you actually play a key player in this, and not that we, not that we broke it down of what he could do, it's like, damn, your quirk is actually kind of broken if you actually know how to use it very well.
2: Yeah. If he has, I, my big theory is that I would love to see Monoma wearing, and this will sound weird, a suit made out of other people's hair. Um, specifically because we've already seen it with Mirio, where having a hair costume allows it to respond to his quirk. I think that him potentially having a suit with other people's hair on it would allow him to access their DNA and thus allow him to constantly have their quirks his disposal. So
0: I don't even know what to comment on that hair comment. I'm like, wait, a hair suit? A hair hero suit? That's pretty interesting.
2: Yes, hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to comment on I'm just, I'm blank. I'm blank. Wow, okay.
1: It works like that? I thought it was just if it makes uh, skin contact with you, then well, you can copy the quirk or something. Th- that's like the that. thing,
2: is that the, the main reason why he would keep a suit is because like it's better than him just keeping a bunch of little plastic baggies of the person's hair.
1: That sounds like some kind of serial killer stuff. Exactly. It's of like drugs, it, but it works for his
0: character because he's an ass. He'd be like, I'm ready for this bottle. And then just drink the hair and then he does, the, then he does what he does, so it kind of makes sense. And also it makes sense because because even Watkins brought it up, the hair aspect has been a big part of the story, aka with our boy Deku eating the hair. So it makes sense that Aniki's concept that he will carry a whole suit around hair makes I,
1: sense. I think what what people see Manoma, like there was so like with him being able to copy quirks. It, it opened up so much opportunity to see, but then when it came to the moment where Manoma tried to co- like was trying to copy Deku's Quirk, aka All Might's all for, uh, One for All Quirk, it didn't work out for him. But now we know like his Quirk can work for a copy Quirk. There's there's some rules to it to his entire Quirk, but it, it, it makes everything more balanced. Is how I see it now too. Like when when it comes to Manoma, there was so much potential and opportunities for him to his abilities and being to copy other quirks and know how to use every certain stuff too. It's just, nobody likes his personality and his attitude, but you got to give credit where the credit's due of his quirks, how he uses it. And he makes it his own, even though it's like, even though everybody in their own, has their own quirk can have their own individuality. And Manoma could just literally copies it if untra- and untrained and untrained you'll just be like an all-out control of that quirk's power but with training it could be it'd be his own quirk too it makes a, it, it it's it's scary honestly it's also oh, kind yeah. of it's also like it makes Manoma a more threatening hero for the world even though like his hero's name is called phantom thief in itself Oh, that is true. Ray brought up a good question because
0: I was looking at the chapters. Where the fuck is Muriel, dude? Look, y'all gotta people gotta stop asking me this.
2: I don't know where he's at, man. Okay, <laughs> but he's he's somewhere being a goat.
0: He's somewhere being a goat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because because I don't even see Sun Eater. I don't see um, but I, don't...
1: I see. But I saw. I did see um. I've got her name. The other big three. Nigeria, uh, Nigeria, and yeah, she I she came out her. the portal.
0: Yeah, she did come out the portal because she's right, she's right above Neko. Uh, no wait, Red yeah, she's about that too. Yeah, cool. uh, Red Sun Eater and Ajira. So where the fuck is Mirror then? Oh, he's probably he's probably protecting our little girl.
2: I I think it's totally valid that he could be with Ari because I think we don't know whether or not all one knows about Aerie. And, so, and Rewind being one of the strongest quirks you've been introduced to in the series period makes it where there's this big nebulous question mark where on one hand, Aerie doesn't need to suffer anymore as a character. Mm-hmm. Like her arc is about moving past, all that kind of stuff. So I have zero issues with this not happening in the story. Especially because often one may or may not have access to this information, but an awful one who's aware of Aerie, I feel like targets Aerie. So maybe having Muriel be around in, in that space is specifically to help avoid that kind of issue. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's why I said that he's probably with Aerie, because that makes sense. Because we see Sun Eater there, we see Najida there, so where the fuck is Muriel? But it makes sense that if he. with Erie and there's no other heroes to to, know protect Aizawa, anybody else. They're all doing their own mission, you know, their own stuff. Who else can protect Erie? So it makes sense that our boy Miro is with her. So it makes total sense for that reason. You least
1: expect that he will right. Yeah, I definitely see that because he did it before, he could do it again.
0: That is true. You know, my boy could come out of the ground be like, I am here and just start the fucks. Smacking people around like no tomorrow.
1: He just smacked around. And says power. That's it. <laughs> That's that <is> it.
0: Definitely <laughs> true. He <You> can literally <laughs> pop up and say that. All right, but I think now I'm fully done with my hero thoughts. I think I'm good now.
1: I'm yeah. good on my end. Same. This, this uh, herko she's not missing. This every chapter has been very cool. Really interesting. Is no momentum has not decreased once in every chapter for a while, very, very for a while now, months. Agree. So,
0: um, if we did leave any thoughts or uh, any there's you guys want to leave it in the comment section down below, definitely comment or Discord or definitely go check us on Twitter. And if you want to ask us anything, everything you no know, information of Aniki and, and also down below. But the last, the last series we we're going to discuss is Undone Luck. Chapter 100, it reached a milestone. We're going to talk about it. It's the last, it's the last discussion. So who wants to start of us off of what they felt for Chapter 100 or, you know, this big milestone of Undead Unluck?
2: I think that one of the things I like about Chapter 100 and just what's been happening in Undead Unluck lately is that Andy is kind of finally unleashing, but in a different way than what you would normally think like it's like when especially when you get to the end of chapter 100 itself and he's like well at this point it doesn't matter if we take out the rules now especially with everything being forced onto this timer and it just goes to show that like the being that they refer to as god in this series is so antagonistic towards his creation Uh, where when you realize that defeating the seasons or not defeating the seasons wouldn't have mattered because the same like penalty or whatever type of effect would have happened. So it's like, no matter what happened, it was always a trap. They were always gonna be screwed. And I think that's kind of wild that that's the route that the story has gone. It's not, like, it isn't necessarily surprising but it is kind of like, damn, you really are this this dedicated to villainy, huh?
0: It's intriguing is where I will put it because I try to put some people onto under on unlock but they just, their excuses are, oh, you know, they're tired of the new um of the new Shonen series and everything. But I'm like, this type of this type of power system is so unique and different to me that we don't see it much in manga where it's so it's so vibrant with with the color spreads and like for example in fucking um in page 6 and 17 just to see all those creatures and just our boy andy and it's just a head only talking to them and understanding it about what's going on right now it's just crazy of how this whole fight is going like there's fucking seeds monsters a whole type of fucking
3: umas Bug and
0: everything yeah you know the all the umas but like there's all there's all different types of almost going at it at once right now and it's just to show that for chapter 100 the chat is even saying it like it shows of how much of how much the series has gone with 100 chapters story bits and for like Aniki said like god like we expected god to be much more but it's literally god don't give a fuck
1: I mean, yeah. Like when it like up going up to chapter one hundred, number number chapter ninety nine, it try goes back even full circles of what was supposed to be undead. Unluck was the greatest death ever. Yeah. For for Andy, and then there's also more kind of powers besides the negation. There's also the power of the soul, which caught the inch, caught the interest of Fang because I could get more stronger if I know more about the soul which was really which is a little it's just cool at the same time a little weird because how how did that work with when it came to shen and mui well if you look at so i think what that lets us know Mm -hmm. is that
2: there's room for shen to get stronger Mm -hmm. just by the soul thing but then also we have where you have unruined very much seems to be like a vampire he is, yeah, I
1: see yes. the vampires.
2: He I've is a vampire, for sure. Um, so, to me, it seems like he's a vampire who ended up being a negator, and because he's a vampire who ended up being a negator, he doesn't mind being on the side of the bad guys, because, like, whatever, I'm immortal anyway, just like Andy, so he's also probably seeking the death, which is why he has no issues antagonizing Andy, doing all this stuff, because they're both undead neither one of them is going to be able to die until they crash into the sun and even then god's probably going to come before that which means andy's not going to have to crash into the sun and there... even if he, he does apparently that's not enough and usually it seems like god shows up and just
1: crushes the planet and then Ragnarok Rock or something it. like that yeah, yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah, when it came to the the uh, evolution, the revolution thing, and like uh, the earth was getting closer to the sun because we lost three of the season, a lot of people got confused about that sort of thing with when it came to the rotation of the sun and then revolution of the earth and the sun. And then the next following chapter, it's uh, they uh, kind of clear it up in that sort of thing. They're trying to use the other umas as substitutes for the other seasons but that's just to prolong until like they get the final mission 3 months from now um i could definitely see one of those boomas that annie's going against in hard mode i don't know why it's called that for sure i i, I have no idea why it's called hard mode but because
2: the world of undead on luck is seen like plays like a video game mm-hmm.
0: maybe or you just want to be thirsty out, out
1: here that too Oh, no, he got killed. Don't worry about that. He got killed. So there's no more thirst.
2: It's funny because I was looking at the comments on the Shonen Jump site and somebody was like, I wonder if killing thirst means people are never going to be dehydrated again or if we don't have to deal with people being unnecessarily horny.
0: That's why I made that comment because I'm like, um, it's either people are not going to be drinking water no more or people are not going to be horny no more. It's it's either or. And And if I had to choose, I'd rather not drink water no more. Oh,
1: my goodness. I mean like (laughs) so killing each Uma helps destroys a rule within the universe it seems like and like from that image and picture there was thirst there was like some kind of time dynamite kind of dragon thing and you've seen the peak of this power like literally everything like a whole time stop when it came to what happens to the colors of the world what happens to everything
2: because there's a magma dragon there's what looks to be like just in general, living stone, giant bugs.
0: A clock on his head. um, clock on the on some creature's forehead. I'm not sure. I think... Yeah, with that's a dynamite a mecha, tongue.
1: Right? There's a dynamite tongue, too. Oh, shit. I didn't notice the a dynamite. I just thought yeah, that was
2: a tongue. And that's a grenade pin on its back.
1: Uh, oh, fuck. So oh, It's, the it's a time bomb. Maybe, yeah.
0: That's
1: a time like a bomb. bomb?
0: Yeah, because uh, I remember back when we are Noticing the world of undone Luck, it was just like Chainsaw Man, how it's just like how Chainsaw Man don't have any Sundays or don't have any months. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing with undone Luck that there's no, you know, months or days as well because of certain things that got killed because of the rules.
1: Yeah, because like from two chapters back, we see the other members of the union. Are collecting other umas to help at least like cool down the earth. I can definitely yeah. see the giant golem that's moving the trees can also be a part of spring substitute. The magma dragon could be part of summer.
2: Yeah, because they got the uh umma snow and some other stuff like
3: that.
1: Yeah, and atmosphere.
3: Yeah, um
2: yeah.
1: atmosphere. Uh and then there's some kind of uma that's about bugs and insects. We get rid of that one. we get we get rid of that one. <laughs>
0: Yo, I wish there was I wish there's an UMA to kill cockroaches and bugs because I would love to kill it because those oh my goodness. Gone. Bugs. Gone. I want it. Gone. Evaporated. Burned alive. In a nuclear war for just away. I hate bugs. I hate spiders. I'm tired of them. Unless a spider that bites me and then it gives me some type of Spider-Man powers then I don't mind. That I don't mind. That stays. Okay. So from what I've
1: read yeah, if you kill the Uma Thirst, then Thirst will go away. Yep, nobody will be thirsty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, like, the thing is, the Union does not know where Andy is. And appa- yeah. apparently, oh, Andy ha- knows, a, knows where, or at least have a notice- clue of where Unruined is when it comes to notice- the castle.
0: I didn't notice the bug in the back. It has, it has an electric guitar. So, th- does that mean for rock and roll or something? Or, you know, for music in general? If you look at the panel on page 17 and 16, if you look at all the way in the back.
1: It, it doesn't look like a bug. It looks like some kind of like speakers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you zoom in, yeah, it's the speakers. It looks like some some creature. Well, yeah, with an electric guitar. Holy shit, wow.
1: We got to that- save the UMA music
0: yeah I don't yeah 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 don't kill music that that's definitely unknown don't kill music
2: I wonder so what's funny is, is that because negators get to keep their memories, it kind of suggests that even if you killed uma music, negators would be able to bring them back, bring it back but that's
1: if the world resets
2: right right but but it would how would the world
1: back. know
0: or how will the, how would the world learn the music you would just give them something
2: it? new and call it music. Oh okay. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Anything true. that the negators remembers, they technically could bring back to the world. Like if you remember, uh Shin still goes like Jin Chai. Which means yeah. he still speaks Chinese, even though now the Uma language thing has it set so that everybody now speaks English. Right.
1: Remember that. Yeah, it's true. It definitely brings so much interest. I mean, they could also like, oh, manipulate the wind and then just play a string. Like, you know, it's just the sound of the string into this side of uh, air. Call that music. We good. Just move on. Um.
2: Uh, so yeah, like this is a, but I think this is like mainly like a setup chapter and it's probably because next chapter is going to be the real big, big doozy as we go. Because it kind of reminds me of the spoil arc where they met the kids and they had to deal with the teacher and stuff.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, so I'm kind of expecting this to build up into that and then for him to kind of tear through a bunch of Uma and tearing through some of these rules to actually help. Because if destroying thirst means the concepts of dehydration is gone, as the world is heating up, that's actually really useful because it means that people at least won't die of um, thirst, dehydration. Yeah, like, yeah, they won't get dehydrated and stuff anymore. So. If he starts taking out umas that embody certain rules or more destructive things, or maybe he takes out uma magma, which would destabilize it so that there'd be more rain or
3: something like that, which would help.
2: I think he had the water.
3: Is that also like a water dragon? That's like going against water dragon. Because
2: that's that's a volcano. Mm -hmm. There's what looks to be a
3: storm dragon. And then, let's see.
1: you got is that smoke dragon the one that's fighting the time thing is that smoke
2: it i can't tell if it's smoke or supposed to be an explosion from it doing stuff because you can see that there's impact lines on one of those the earth or night so as he seems to just kind of go through stuff which is the other thing this just seems like a bunch of uma wild and out and fighting now Which makes me wonder if they're going to lose rules too, just off of different Uma fighting each other.
0: Huh? It could, but then it just depends. Like, I'm curious to see what the next chapter is because one thing I've been liking with a Mangaka and Shonen Jump that is big milestone of chapters 100, 200, 300 are not are not as important as they are no more, as they used to back. With it's naruto. a milestone yes but back with naruto bleach and one piece back when it was earlier those 300 400 500 big milestones was very big and important now when it's chapter 100 200 because my hero in black clover has had milestones and those chapters don't feel like anything big it just feels like it yeah it just continues on to the next chapter next story bit and continue so, I love how, under love, cool, great, a chapter 100 happened, but it felt like a setup. It's just like Anakin said. So, I just love how it didn't feel like anything crazy big or anything important happened. But still, it was a huge milestone for chapter 100 because a lot of series over the past couple of years, from trying to jump, don't even pass chapter 20 or chapter 50. So, that's and still though, a big milestone. You mentioned that.
2: I think the only series that still kind of feels like they do, gotta make my 100 chapter special, gotta do this, is One Piece.
0: I haven't read Chapter a Thousand yet, but I heard a lot of people like Chapter a Thousand and One more than chapter a thousand yeah
2: it like it was obvious that they were trying to do something big with Chapter One Thousand. It's just that one Thousand one was so good. it just happened to blow Chapter One Thousand out
0: of the water also so Chapter One Thousand was still good, but it's just a Thousand one was just you know slightly better, yeah. Okay, one
2: of so those pay- times where, like, being real focused ends up making the story go up.
0: Which, that's not because One Piece gives its own belt. is because it's one of those still longing, running series. But for My Human Black Clover, when when me and Sam read Chapter 300 um, and, um, on streaming a reaction, it felt like a regular chapter. So, like, it didn't feel like anything crazy. So, I feel like that's not a bad thing or a good thing. I just feel like mangagas are starting to realize, like, there's nothing crazy to just make it a big, important, crazy reveal. It's just move the story along and just continue on with the pacing. And that's it.
2: Yeah, because at that point, you're making your story revolve around trying to hit a certain chapter and make that one chapter be really good. And either padding something out or rushing something so that you're landing on that specific number chapter for that reveal or specific talking
0: point so now my question with us reaching chapter 100 and the way this chapter ended do you think with what's going on in chapter 100 and with us finding out more about god and everything else do you think we're wrapping up the story within probably the next 20 chapters or do you think we still have a long way to go
2: i think we have a ways to go I we have a gonna, long way to go. I think the the next volume, at least, is going to be about getting Foucault back, then reuniting who's going to be the final force, the task force to take on God, and then maybe doing something to take on God. But then I also think that because we talk so much about loops that we kind of have to have a loop. And I would kind of like to see for us to do a loop. And then during that second iteration, being someone who that, that like um, Andy and Fuko create the organization and they make sure that everything pops off and they still recruit Juiz or whatever and make sure that they can actually still achieve this and then do a better job of achieving what they need to early on during Quest to make sure that less rules can get added, et cetera, you know?
1: Yeah. I say this also, uh, there's also a lot more to come to uh, because from chapter ninety nine, we learn uh, one of the rewards was the aegis tree, the shield.
3: Mm-hmm. One of the
1: three sacred spirit treasures that goes that fights against God. There's still two more weapons that they need. They still need Fuku. Um We're still learning more. There's still stuff that has. There's still more questions that have not been answered yet. We do know like God will be the final enemy, and there's also other Umas around the world that has like re- has certain powers certain level of uh a standard of high intellectic intellectual and power because remember uma moon that uh jules made a deal with that cheap that in that uma in itself was like a could have been a god in its own place but it seems like we don't have the entire answer the castle in itself is where uh Andy's uh, suit the uh the uma clothing, thing was afraid of to go to too it's it's also it's it's a lot it's there's so much planning that needs to be involved before the final battle, but there's still also that final mission like last mission before Ragnarok too and we do we know that one of the rewards had to be another sacred spirit treasure weapon or some sort.
0: What what I was gonna add is pretty dope of how Julie has so much faith on Andy and Pusfolku, even though it makes sense. It does make sense for Andy because you know Andy, it was technically her old lover about Victor, which I hope to see him again in the future. But it just shows how much faith she has for them because she believes that this will be the last time for us to reset, and she's putting all you know. All the heart in the cards in one word. Like she just put it all the faith in this. And to the chat question as well, I feel like this new character, which her name is wait, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy. Um, I feel like she's gonna be important, but I don't think she's gonna re- replace Fuku. I feel like she's just gonna be the replacement for now.
2: If, if anything, Until we get she's Fuku here, back. She's here to be more like a chikara or something like that, where.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Andy will protect her, help her out, but she's not replacing
0: Fuko. Oh, not. Definitely not for now.
1: Um, we know like her she's sick or something like that because like yeah. she's always been bedridden, but somehow she's like running, she's able to keep uh going and moving forward. I don't I don't mind seeing a new Negators happening to come out from her. It would be interesting enough where like because she had she's a negator now she's not as sick as she was before
3: yeah i mean it could just be that because she's so focused and scared that she's feeling
2: she's like got that adrenaline bus uh bump. but it also looks like those are i can't tell for sure but it kind of looks like bandages so mm-hmm. it could have not been sickness, but just injury from like falling or something like that. It looks like a little bit of both. So it looks like she had a fever, but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean she's gonna be sick right now. And oh, so it's probably just her doing her best to survive while she can.
0: But with under luck, um, I'm good with that because other than that, like after the thirst, um, is good. It's, it's be, all
2: speculative right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't really know where it's gonna go after this chapter. Like is. It could go anywhere because we have we have all those almost around him, and then it depends if he's gonna if he's if he's gonna continue tackling them. That could be the case for next chapter, but it really could go anywhere else. I can't really guess.
1: That's usually almost like a bad thing in a way when it comes to showing jump. If you don't know where the direction is, it might Ooh. not reach. It's like not knowing what's like what are you expecting for kind of. Thing. I see that's a
0: good thing actually. I like yeah. it when you can't guess where it's going because that means you have many possibilities, and that's a good thing because you're you're just the writer or the critic or whatever you you are. But you're. I think with Tozica,
2: it's proven to be a good thing to not be able to tell because usually we still get something good out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a few people I cannot tell, and that's Undone Luck, JJK. Mission Drizuko family a bit, because it depends on where it goes, mm-hmm. and that's about it. One piece, I could guess sometimes where it's going, but there's like a small percentage I cannot tell where the fuck is going next. But it's sometimes it's
1: like you have to hope already. You can't. Yeah, you kind of have to hope that your uh, non expectation or you don't know the direction of it's going pans out in the end, where the execution was worth the weight of not knowing or didn't know this was going to happen or come up and bring that sort of stuff
2: because i also think it comes down to why you don't know what's coming Mm because in this case it's because none of us would have predicted actually a Foucault dying and us having to have this kind of arc.
0: yes i didn't expect that shit out
2: which so it's like this is out of the realm of what we might have expected and it's not necessarily like a violation of the story but we also know that killing Foucault has been a goal of many people throughout the story. So it's kind of like even her death was kind of set up, like we knew she was gonna have to risk being killed. So I think the biggest surprise is when Jui sent them forward in time by like a week.
0: Yeah, cause like it shows mm-hmm. that it's not very, really, it's not a very common trope with within the jump for you to kill your MC when she's technically one of the main mc or technically
1: the um you know web you know share. i mean it's it's not uncommon episode. to see our mc getting killed i mean yuji died once yuji technically has died like three times he died multiple times senku so and so died or faked his death in a sort of way well, too
0: with Fuku, she died that where she's a ghost now. That's what I'm talking about. Like, actually, to get killed as the MC, like this, and like when she's taking the main part of the story, and now, and, and plus, it shows that you have such a good cast where your whole other cast could build the rest of the story without her being there, which that's a good sign of your characterization of what you've been doing for the past 100 chapters. And that's a good thing because it shows and, that you care about the characters like you have been. In chapter ninety nine with Billy and them, so it shows that you actually care what this other characters is doing, and what are they grabbing, you know, to kill God. So it shows that.
1: Uh, I, I was gonna bring this up too. Uh, uh, you skate too. <laughs> you, you a show he died too. Yeah. Goku um, Luffy. died. <laughs> Luffy's died. Does
0: Does anybody Luffy, Die. Died. Does anybody really die in Dragon Ball Z? Other than Chatsu.
1: But then still the main character did die, died and but still came back, right? So I would True. still say so I was still counted as MC dies and um. still comes back in the end. Did Asta ever die?
2: No. Well, actually he might have. Okay. Kinda. kinda. Yeah, I think he has yeah. had some of those kind of deaths or close deaths.
0: Yeah. Well, overall, like um Ambrose Alvis, I think. Once you pass chapter 50 or 75, I think you're good. I think you're good from I'm getting axed because right now the story is still going and you're like up to a chapter hundred and you're, you you're just pass a you just passed a triple digits. So I feel like that's a good milestone.
1: It's up to your sales. Like it needs to at yeah. least like increase now- a little, it has to increase every, increase a little bit every single time. And like a good maybe five to 10% increase every year. Cause, we, 'Cause Bleach got canceled out after like three hundred chapters. Uh three
0: hundred really that little felt like it was more.
1: And um Samurai eight got got killed in a year and then I mean so, okay, samurai too.
2: eight got a lot more chapters yeah. than Damn.
1: most series in its position would get though. Exactly. Yeah, it's up to the sales. Everything is all well, up that,
0: to would well, that also it was just over marketing. Like that was just over marketing, was that it right? was also
2: too much, um,
0: like, like too much lore. talking,
3: not enough action, like getting
0: stuff going, yeah. But shit goes and going on there. But I think we're good with undone love conversation. How yeah. do we feel? I'm not too good on it. All right, same here, Sam. Yep. You good? Mm-hmm. I'm good. All right, so that's our un- undone Love conversation. Uh. So Sam and Aniki, have you guys read your other series? You guys usually read.
1: Oh, let's um, see. I have actually. All um, right. So I guess
0: I could. I guess I could ask you guys this question. What's your chapter of the week? What's your chapter of issue thirteen?
1: Oh, you already
2: know it's still my hero.
1: Let's not play. I have to give it to my hero as well. JJK did pretty, uh, doing well. Uh, it's a, it's a good second, I would say up where it is and what's going to happen um,
2: so my hero is like the perfect blend of decent reveals set up high energy in its own right and with like that hitch on the plan it's like okay now there's some actual drama and extra tension towards this other stuff Things and more double spreads exactly how they want it so yeah it's like
0: yeah all right so me checking J.J. Kane my hero for me JJK, I had to give it slightly over to JJK just because I like I the sky love the warping, the, you know, sky whipping and all that. Like, it's just very intriguing with what's going on there. But I had to give it, I had to give it Yuta. Like, it's just good. It gives you more questions um, about the lore and about the character. So I, I just, and for Yuta having that two on one match. It was pretty interesting. So, I have to give it, I have to give it to Utah.
3: Okay.
0: So, for that's me, fair. that's my chapter of the week. That's right. Um, hey, and it's people are saying, Dr. Stone is going to bring pain next week. I uh, just it was good. I just, I just, I just wanted good. to be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, chapter is end? Like, last chapter? Yeah. Sam, next
0: chapter is the last
1: one. Wow, it's last chapter. Fire Force ended too. Like, man.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff ending around this time. So we'll we'll just see. That's how yeah. I feel about all this
0: stuff. And I was like, we'll just see what happens. And my hero is supposed to end at the end of this year too. So at the end of this year or the beginning of next year. So who knows? So a lot of things are ending. And then a lot of people discussing, saying that Shonen Jump is dead. I'm like, yeah, bitches don't read other series. That's why y'all calling it dead. So yeah,
2: even if Shonen Jump is dead, what that would really tell me is that they're going to transition to a fully digital magazine
0: with just Jump Plus eventually. Which I'm fine with. Like, I... There's a lot good stuff in Jump it. Plus too. Like, there's a lot of good stuff there. There's a yeah. lot of good stuff in Jump Plus that people don't read. So, I... If you guys don't read, go check out other series. Go check it out. If you don't read Black Clover for what it is, it's good. It's enjoyable to what it is. It's not perfect. No series is perfect. Every series has its flaws. People need to understand that and you will have fun with it. You will not be annoyed by the end of your day. I hope. Because if you are, you're you're too stressed. Yeah. But that's, that's Aniki, true. it was nice to have you here, my brother. Right. It's been a long time. Where can I'm the good people find you. you? At the Iglesia.
2: <laughs> uh, you can always find me at the uh, my channel Aniki Smash FSP. Same thing. You can look on Twitter if you really feel like it. I don't do as much stuff on Twitter, but you want to make sure that every Sunday around ten thirty U.S. Central Standard Time is when we do the Church of Macha streams. Nice discussions, usually bring on a couple of people. We have a nice round table talk, discussing the chapter where things are projected to go. Usually there's every now and then you get some arguments, you get some agreements,
3: <laughs> it's still,
2: you know, just a nice thing we'd like for people to feel welcome and contribute to discussion and actually talk about what's really going on in the series. A lot of times people over or undersell how important understanding like the Japanese stuff or Japanese context and culture clues within the story are. So, it's kind of, we, we kind of like to hammer out some of that stuff that gets missed and more like public discourse these days.
0: So, yeah. Beautiful. And for us, definitely check our Anime Lady. If you like what we do, like, comment, subscribe. If you like the team, like Aniki, like Ray, like A, Prince Allah, James, careful spoilers. He's a Force Villains. The Batman movie comes out next week. We will give our non-spoiler review on that Friday. So don't worry. No spoiler review until the final week. I think that's March 11th. Uh, Let me just double check. Yes, March 11th. So definitely, if you're a Batman fan and you watch the movie, March 11th is when we're doing the full spoiler review. So definitely check that out. Anime Daily Podcast will be on this Thursday. If we're not, definitely check out the Anime Daily Twitter or the community tab where we'll keep you guys posted. We appreciate you guys checking us out. We apologize later than usual, but we will be doing our best to best and keep you guys up to date. And all our social media links are down below where to find us. I'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good day, have a good weekend. and just be happy. It's your life. It's stressful enough.